Hey guys, welcome back to the Reminisce Sometime podcast. Malcolm, uh, in this case, coming to you uh, from my brother-in-law's summer house in Welling Garden City, England. Uh, we've moved here with the family, so that's been a big change and part of the reason why I've been off the grid. This podcast was actually recorded back in April based on the fact that this guy loves to hear his own voice. He's messaged me multiple times since saying, when's it coming out? When's it coming out? But here we are. And uh, this is just a chat that Squiddy and I had with Jimmy Wearwhite, uh, James, and uh, he listened to the first podcast that we did and was just sort of like, man, I could tell my story too. And it was good. It was good. It was a really enjoyable chat, a trip down memory lane, brought up some stories that I've completely forgotten. Um, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it brings back something for you and I hope you enjoy hearing Jimmy's take on things. Without further ado, Jimmy Wearwhite. All right. We are here for the uh, first time with Jimmy Wearwhite. I think Wearwhite is the way you say it. Is that correct? How do you say it? Exactly as Malx just said it. All right. Not not Wearwhite. No, not. What is it? What's the other version? Wearwhite. 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 Hello, Where, where did that come from? Give us the origin. Some uh, book that I was reading back when I was younger. Some kind of pick-a-path fantasy. You've run into a wolf and you need to kill him. Yeah. That was the name of one of those. And I was trying to find some name that no one else would be using. And then when you do that, it sticks with you for life. Because the, 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 uh, the, um, the forum logo you had from memory was... Was a werewolf, right? You remember or no? Uh, no recollection. I, there's various ones. I had a spinning, flipping Playboy logo at one point. But yeah, that's what I. That's <laughs> the weird, weird one I remember, right? That's the, weird one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's the same guy. All right. Well, we're here with you now. We got. We got. We, I'll bet introduce everyone. Squiddy is here mm. again. So it's probably been about eight months since me and Squiddy had. Moderate to mild success on our podcast about Verzi now after owning NZ Fortress. Yeah, but yeah, I couldn't help myself, eh? One time oh, guest. Yeah. Now, co host. Well, the, now you're a co host, yeah. But the reason we're getting together now is because Jimmy was like chirping up, like, oh, that fact check, fact check, that was wrong, that was wrong. And I was like, I remember this, Jimmy, and he's going to be great on the show because he, back then anyway, I'm not sure. Let's see what he's like now. I haven't. I literally have not laid eyes on this guy for 15 years. So here he is, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do our best to interview him today and see what's up to. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Keep going. Squid is my co-host, and the reason I got him back as a co-host because he's like quite an eloquent guy. You know, there's a couple of points in the last podcast. I was like, man, this is this wouldn't have gone so well without Squiddy. So. Here he is. I think he used a Scotty? couple of big words and he was he was thoroughly yeah. impressed. I, I think he started making up some of the words later that I that I used. I think we, we had that conversation. I was like, I didn't say that. We did. We did. But no, I'm good. I'm 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 certainly I'm I'm thrilled to uh, I'm thrilled to be part of this. Are your kids in bed? Yeah, I'm finally asleep, so I think we're on oh, good. We're in well, the clear can, now. <laughs> you can increase your volume a little bit then. Good. Yeah, um, maybe a touch. Yeah, I think I'll be all right. Yeah. How many kids? Kids plural, I noticed. Kids, you've got one kid, right? Sam, Squiddy. Yeah, 
Oh, one. Right. How many you got? Yeah. Three, Jim? Sensible. Two. Three. Three. It was meant to be two, but the second one was twins. So twins, yeah. yeah. How oh, old are the twins? Nice now? one. How old, man? Twins are three girls, and then we got mm. Jake, who's five. And the girls are identical or not? They're not. Like they look similar at times, but they're not identical. And and we, I mean, I've, I'm I'm asking this for real. Like, what is there twins in the family on either side? No, not at Isn't all. There? So you went out of the blue. We we had one child, and it's obviously super hard, as you know. And yeah. but both of us have got siblings, so yeah. it was like. We can't picture having one child. Let's okay, we'll do it. Fuck it, we'll have number two. Yeah, and yeah, getting twins. Well, we've done life on hard mode. Yeah, <laughs> but it's getting easy now. But now not? you're done, and so you're done, right? Oh, so we're so done. done, beyond done. Yeah, just done, yeah. just done. Mm. But happy with it? It's going well. Oh yeah, and like the girls super good. broke, but the kids think we're rich. Was it? Was it three <laughs> under three then? Was it? Oh yeah. There's, for a period, yeah. yeah, that's that's hard, yeah. Nice, yeah, that's epic. We made it through somehow. They're all still alive. Yeah, yeah, it's all easy from here, bro. They're gonna be looking after you shortly. And you're mo- mostly sober, and that's all that kind of matters, right? Yeah, <laughs> keep it there. Yeah, nice, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's go back, Jimmy. We were sort of trying to think how we became friends, but I don't really know. We just started talking about girls and stuff on the internet. Years and years ago. We're just um, on the forums, so NZF forums. Everyone had an alias and everyone talked shit. And that's <laughs> you and everyone played the game. Everyone had a certain skill level at the game as well. And those are the three things you knew. And they had an avatar maybe. I don't think anyone posted real life photos back then. And um yeah, you made up your mind on someone based on that. Tell us the genesis story of, of Jimmy. You know, getting how into how did, TFC yeah. and shit. Yeah, that's right. NZF and, and and where did you start your gaming journey? Off, give us the give us the thirty thousand feet. My gaming journey was playing first person shooter single player games like Quake and Doom and Wolfenstein, all that Shadow Warrior. But I would always play them on hard mode, right? So in Half Life, obviously, when that came out, because I didn't want to see the next part of the level without earning it. So I'd just die repeatedly and have to do ridiculous stuff to get through. And then I was telling my mate, like, oh, you've got to get Half-Life, man. It's this awesome game. So he buys it. Game of the Year edition comes with this TFC thing. It's like it's Christmas one. 99, somewhere around there. And um, starts playing online. So I'm always just going to his house after school. And, and then I eventually got it, obviously. Jumped into these online servers and because I've been playing it on hard the entire time, just start schooling everyone. It was wicked. It was the most fun. Yeah. So straight away, yep, this is for me. What was the class? What did you like? To, what did you like to play in the early days before you had that structure of what was acceptable, what was unacceptable classes? You know, as we later on as the as the professional professionalism kind of shook out into it. Well, what did you like to play? Well, at the start, I just played engineer because my ping and computer was so bad. That's all I could do, but generally it was just anything i was just playing just trying everything it was only when i got a new computer i think later on and started playing because i had mates who played it but none of them played none of them had the competitiveness that i had and so i sought out like what are these people with like clan tags on their names and shit i'm gonna own these guys they think they've got clans and you could bind things to the seiki so i was talking shit all the time and (laughs) People just generally, I don't know, someone linked me something maybe, I don't know, found out where people started posting stuff. So so your real life mates, none of them 
than anything to do with plants. Well, at the time, no, but my real life, some of my real life mates turned into people from TFC. Like, what does that mean? NFT Horus I met like friends of yours. Played TFC with them for years and then okay, met them okay, and then okay, became so, friends. So, you, so, you became so similar to you, I guess. That's so that's that's see it. each other for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just stalk each other on the internet like we used to. All right, sweet. So, you, okay, so you got uh, Game of the Year edition, played TFC. The, I mean, the thing that I knew for certain that I was going to get from you was that you were hyper competitive, right? And and that's obviously yeah. a thing. So yeah, to my detriment, I've learned I've learned my way how to deal with it. Yeah, and you and you were a sports guy or not? I can't remember. Like yeah, real life sports. Yeah, yeah, you went to cricket. Yeah, that's right. one winter, one summer since I was five. Yeah, okay, going hard. Played football and cricket, and yeah, right, right, okay. What did you like to do in cricket? Tell us about your cricket. My cricket, I was. Oh, so I batsman? was. I thought I was an opening batsman. Yeah, you, um, yeah, you are until you meet someone better, right? <laughs> Cricket, actually, for me, when I started playing indoor cricket later on, like after a big break of where you go to uni and you drink and you do, you don't play sport anymore, I went back to it, started playing indoor cricket, and that's where I actually played rep stuff and played for Wellington and stuff. Went on yeah. dodgy uh-huh. tours with Jesse Ryder, that type of stuff. Did you meet Jesse Ryder right. before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's on tour with indoor cricket. I don't want to talk about that. On tour with but Jesse yes. Ryder. <laughs> Right, that would have been and you so know good. His reputation, yeah, exactly. He's, people, he's one of my guys. Just, no, 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 no. Oh, he didn't kill that drum, anyway. <laughs> Unbecoming, but it's pretty cool though. Eh? But yeah, I still play social indoor cricket. Maybe I'll try for the um, age group over forties. Yeah, age group stuff. Yeah. Once I turn forty. Yeah, and soccer still now or not? No, I did my ACL playing indoor football. Um, late twenties. Had to have surgery. Yeah, had to have surgery. I went over to Australia. I didn't know I'd done it at the time, mm-hmm. um, and then just repeatedly kept doing it, and it was um, ended up having surgery over in Australia. Yeah. The thing that I've heard about ACLs is that you you actually like if you could choose like from the girls that I know that have done them, and there's quite a few because I used to coach netball, and it was sort of like the, the most common injury in netball. They basically said that if they could stop playing three, four years earlier and, and miss out on that much netball but not get the ACL, they would actually do that because it's quite, you know, as an amateur sports person, that ACL injury is quite serious, you know, without that permanent dude telling oh, you how to rehab it. the most excruciating pain in my yeah. life. I was, like, in shock. I was, like, because <laughs> I did it multiple times and I'm sitting there, like, with my leg up thinking – fuck, this hurts, but people are telling me my whole face is white, my lips are blue. I'm like, no, mm. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. But you want to get back out there? Oh, the pain is horrible. I, whenever I see someone hurt their knee, I just get goosebumps. Mm. I hate it. But yeah. And you had surgery in the end The surgery not? went awesome. Did it? Yeah, piece yeah. of my hamstrings in my knee, and it's been all good ever since. So Yeah, but this is the great thing about online sport. Hmm? Oh yeah, yeah. Online sport. This is the great thing about online sport. This is the great thing about online sport. You can't actually, you can't really, you can't really, you can't really buggy your knee up too badly. I mean, you might get, you know, but you know, you get the old carpet tunnel maybe a wee bit after, you know, particularly intensive practice session under the auspices of Brady's. <laughs> but anyway, that competitiveness from sport. Yeah, the competitiveness. That's right. Transferred yeah. straight into this online stuff where people weren't real, and I was just playing against 
people and um, yeah, yeah. I was, I was very it's not your fault that winning feels so fucking good though eh? That's it wasn't problem. just winning back then it was you were able to say anything because it wasn't really you sort of and that was what made it amazing yeah <laughs> that's a bit of that's that's a bit i think Melks and i we talked about a little bit about that last time right sorry i'm just gonna jump in there that, that's that the kind of the difference between the internet as we know it today and the internet that our kids will kind of will know mm-hmm. and the internet that you know us three and i think a lot of the people who probably end up listening to this that kind of that what they grew up right like tell us a little bit about your thoughts on uh on, on that on that sort of phase well it's something i I quite like to think about is because it was so unique back then as we said earlier um that i don't think it could ever happen again is that you have an online persona you have a name malks whatever and everything you post on forums and everything you talk or everything you type what you're playing and how well you play is what people are judging this off not what you look like or what you sound like because you didn't even have voice comms back then and it was just yeah you could have an online persona without being fake nowadays facebook people are posting i don't know the best version of their life whatever they're faking this the, is curated, whole, the curated the curated stuff uh, yeah yeah it's right. got fakeness around it and all there's a whole other conversation but back then it wasn't fake because you were it was your real character or whatever i don't know yeah um, but I yeah, think it, that it could um, be fake, but you weren't necessarily doing it to create a particular curate a particular kind of version of yourself. But you could just create, a, like a whole self, if you wanted to. Or, you know, I think that was that's the thing, right? Like, you didn't, you didn't, you weren't worried about quite how you know a picture might show up, but you could, you can, you could create like a, you know, on online, you could be a bit of a, you know, have a bit of swag and, and, well, and you know, it's a combination of how old I was. And, Definitely That's how true. old I was yeah. at the time, like seven, and in a real 16, life, you're a bit of a Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, me and, me and Sam talked about last time, Jimmy. We talked about Sphere, Spire. We interacted with that dude for like ten years of our lives, and we never saw a photo. <laughs> we never met him. We got no idea who he is. Still to this day, we couldn't. It's still him. a big question mark. I still, I yeah. still randomly try and Google him to see if I can find anything about that man. So, there's so many people like that, though. Like. Yeah. Flare Clasm. I don't know if you remember that yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 My Steam. Yeah. He's probably on my friends list. He's I've probably online right now. He's probably playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably playing. Flare-clasm. I have memories of playing with him, for instance. Like I, he's got like a, a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that the other thing, like, and I'm not attending to disrespect anybody here, but like a lot of those God Mode dudes, you know, were fat, sweaty nerds, you know? And if we'd seen them as fat, sweaty nerds back then, we would have been like, I didn't oh, see them that way. No, I know. no, the way I, I thought, mean. which is really interesting, is based on those the things I was talking about before, what people say, how well they play the game, and you're making up your mind. The people who were really fucking good at the game, I took their opinions way more. I valued their opinions for some reason back then. I yeah. thought this guy matters. What he says is important, all because he played some game really well. Mm. It's a little bit of a. There's a sort of an element of meritocracy, I suppose. I know it's a bit wanky, but like it kind of there, you kind of the difference you'd show to people with the the upper echelons of the skill level, you'd be like, you know, that that guy really knows what he's talking about, you know, and and yeah, the hierarchy did break into that. So rudely dismissive of some people just because they weren't good. 
Yeah. I don't know. They couldn't spell. Just some. Because you knew you. Because <laughs> oh, you knew you were a white. today, bro. Yeah. Well, I just I I didn't view that it wasn't a real person that I was offending. It was someone's character, someone's thing they were role playing online. I don't know. Yeah. Do you find over time that you might have mellowed a wee bit on that? Like over time, it oh, started to they started to be more real people. For you? Yeah, that's yeah. W- coincided with my ability at games as well. <laughs> Once <laughs> I started, decline, rep- right? yeah. yeah, definitely. I was playing for New Zealand and yeah. So you did, you did rep, uh, you did play for New Zealand, right? Like I, I couldn't, re- I couldn't quite remember this one. I had a memory that you did, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure on it, but you, you did in fact pull on the, uh, I don't know what the, the black jersey, I guess, didn't you? <laughs> black, black and gold or something. I black was and white. playing in all the warm up games. I think on the actual night of the game, for some reason I was maybe out thinking I was, you know, I'm at, I'm not playing some game. I'm out at some party. I'm too cool. And Ben, uh, Horace, sorry, played in my place. Uh, for TF2, I did. Yeah, it's because we're a bit older and a bit later. <laughs> but TF2, you yeah, played for New Zealand. Yeah, TF2. Yeah, I don't know how serious those games were. They were exhibition matches. But yeah, yeah but that's so serious, though. Like, you, you must have yeah, been. Yeah, it sounds quite really serious nowadays, anyway. Yeah. In my mind, the New Zealand's rep games were like. TFC was the higher was the higher order of the, the New Zealand rep games than TF2. It uh, might be because I my involvement had sort of ceased by the time the sort of it was definitely a higher skill game. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's I think just, we all they, agree they were different, that. right? They they, they prioritised the different different skills in different ways, right? I think that was the that was the, the, yeah. the big shift, the big mind shift that that came between the mindset shift rather that came between TFC and TF2. But we my, my claim to fame in the in um, TFC wasn't really the rep. It was um, speed running and um, bunny hopping and stuff. <laughs> well, well, That's what I uh, Interestingly, Brad said to me before, he said, oh, Jimmy was a good soldier. And I don't remember you as a soldier at all. I remember you as like number one scout. Like what's your, what's your view on what you were? I, I, could, I was a medic scout offense. Medic scout. That's what I thought as well. Guy. Yeah. And at one point you but had like, the world speed running record for 2-4, right? I can't remember. I had Epicenter. I can't remember okay. two for it. Okay. I think I had That's Well for like a day before Kermit did the exact same thing, but starting with the door open. So it oh, saved right. him time or something. <laughs> um, this is this is beyond our level, Sam. We, we we can't even we can't even compete on this level. No, this is these are the things like, you know, you like to think that you're as good as like I'm like, you know, I remember thinking, oh you know, we were, um, you know, like he's pretty good. Oh, okay, I'm probably up there, you know, like a knowing full well I definitely was not. But, you know, we all got our role to play, you know. Some of us are like really good at the game and some of us are just really good at posting on the forums, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that, that was in my skill set in my life. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> but actually, uh, that's probably doing a bit of a disservice because not only were you extremely talented, at the game, but you also ended up being uh, a bit more involved in the administration, broadly speaking, side of things as well. So, like, and I know this came up after the last um, edition of the podcast around the NZFL, and uh, you know, do you have any memories of, you know, you ran, I think you ran, you helped with the first season. This is where my memory is a bit shaky. And you end up running it for a wee bit as well. Do you want to have a wee bit of a chat through? Yeah, I will. I'll just, I'll just say, speaking of the first episode, uh, I think Mount's maybe flicked me. Right. No, yeah. I was just going to say, I, I listened to it straight away. I was like, 
this is prime material. I'm so interested in this. Like when you're talking about your podcast, so yeah, I was a, I was a yeah. fan straight away. I was given feedback. But, Thanks, um, bro. No, no, I appreciate that. It was, it was, <laughs> good. It, was a, it was a good, it was a great, great episode. I thought. <laughs> yeah, piqued my interest. <laughs> Talk TFC for hours, but um, what did I do? No, I did the TF2 tournament. That's what you're talking about. Mm. Did you do yeah. TFC? Did you do? Did you did you cut your teeth on the TFC tournament side? I don't think well? I was. No, nah. focus on the playing back then. Yeah, just the playing and yeah, being immature and TF two. I feel I I was a bit older and wiser. You'd become a bit of a um, one of the sort of older heads, I suppose, in the community by that point, right? And you and you 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 had a status within there that was sort of you know. Did you feel the obligation that you needed to be chipping in, or did it sort of come naturally? It just kind of came naturally because I didn't get TF2 straight away and uh, there was already like clans trying to say get this game and join our clan and play. So it was like I will eventually and I ended up joining 214 and Crowbar and all those guys. Yeah, those were good. Those, are, that was those good guys, bro. Right? Those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we should get one. We should <laughs> get one. <laughs> a few of them as well. Jitta Teach is still alive, right? Kicking around. Hmm? Yeah. Jitta yeah. Teach, yeah. Jitta Teach, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the health issues, but he's still going well. I reckon every time you brought up a name, I, I've got a story like Jedi Teach. Go on, Go so on. when he first, so TFC, he lived down in Christchurch, I think. Yeah, and he, he was moving up to um, New Plymouth to uh, work in the net cafe with Hot yeah. Stepper and Smidge and people. <laughs> and he had no way of getting there. So he, he got himself up to Picton and caught the ferry. And I remember having never met him apart from the whole online persona, da, da, da. Yeah, man, I got nothing to do. I'll drive you up there. <laughs> and so I picked him up from the ferry. Met from the ferry, him, yeah. yeah and him. drove him up him. to Picton. Oh, I'm not Picton. Drove him up to New Plymouth. Yeah. And we met whoever he was, a hot yeah. stepper and whatever. Yeah. At this net cafe. OP, what's that, OPM? Then, well, it's OPM. Yeah, yeah. Smidge like, introduced me to OPM. I don't know. I'm like, yeah. What am I at the time? Seventeen, maybe. And um, <laughs> what kind of card did you have? Oh God, it would have been one of my, my parents would have bought it. Some I can't even remember what it was. N- some shitter. N- but, um, I'm, 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 I'm picturing a Honda Civic or uh, yeah, in the same. <laughs> That's close. Maybe, something but, like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's sensible, um, but you know, you can. Drop so you drove him what three hours round trip. Yeah, More and then. another random memory, we picked up a hitchhiker on the way. Some Maori <laughs> dude, and we, we were listening to Metallica. Oh, my God, why is this flooding back? We were listening to Metallica at the time. We had this Maori dude in the back just rocking out. Um, <laughs> that was hilarious. And then we dropped him off and carried on our ways. Did you did you explain to him that you guys knew each other through the internet? Or? No, I doubt it. <laughs> I can't even remember if we talked to him. But Did you stay in, did you stay in Taranaki for a night or not even? I think so. Stayed for a night yeah. and then drove back. Did you? Um, and was the internet cafe open already? I remember. I remember. Now that you say that, they hired him to work at Interplay Taranaki, which was the net cafe that Hots and who was MVP, by the way. And I facilitated his his move up there for some. And Smidge, who was an MBR, so you knew all these guys from your clans, right? I knew of them from online, and maybe someone had posted a photo once or something. But were like you that. an MBR? But yeah, it was totally intimidating. I was 17 and these are grown men. But were you an MBR? Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah. I was. Because, I mean, I, I, I remember Sam in the last pod, I was like, Squiddy, I mean, sorry, uh, Smidge must be like 70 now. 
and he he private messaged me going fuck you i'm only 50 like (laughs) (laughs) obviously he wasn't that old when we knew him back then but He's, he always the, those the, the genuine adults always felt older, you know. I think it's just a reflection of the fact of how young we were, really. You know. All right, tell us a story about Maximus Prime, bro. Maximus Prime, he was. I never. I feel like he's related to you in stories, story wise. <laughs> so so like you were in the lands and Auckland and shit. And, uh, nah, Max, he was a conscious guy. Much. Maximus Prime, was he? Yeah, he. I I don't, nah. I'll tell you one story about Maximus Prime that I remember. I had no money. He had no money, but he'd got (laughs) he got some sort of inheritance from his grandmother. So he got like five thousand bucks or something from his grandma, and he went and he and it was me due to teach Guthy and him, and (laughs) and we went to Burger Burger King, and he spent like a hundred and fifty bucks on Burger King for the boys, and goes, "It's all sweet. I got my inheritance." <laughs> what, what what were you doing down in Christchurch? I was in Christchurch visiting. Who exactly? Who knows? I was. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows why I was there? I don't recall. Yeah, I was at a party with Gutty. Like, I don't, I don't even know. Like these these stories that I've got in my head. I'm just like, how did I even end up in this situation? But I don't know that you met the big man himself. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we we, we met. There was a, and Deadlock was there, and the, you know all those boys from back in those days. Newt, New Tesla, or whatever his name was. Sam, I think his name was as well. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I went down to Christchurch. I went down to one of their lands down there. Borrowed a PC that was two and four, right? Borg Warner. Warner. Borg Warner was another yeah. guy I met on that, that trip. He was always very sensible as well. That wasn't two one. Like those guys were there. No, nah, that's that three two one four, isn't it? Yeah, they yeah, were there because yeah. I remember meeting them. Yeah, Crowbar, Pyro, you know, PPN, great man, Mark. Don't know yeah. if PPM was there then, but he was definitely TF2 time. He listened to the yeah, podcast, yeah, bro, yeah. so we can – hey, what up, PPM? We'll just do a shout-out oh, to him. We need to, get, we need to get him on. Yeah. We need to get him on. I, he's a great man. Oh, he's I, running, I, yeah, I he's caught up with PPM a fair bit, you know. Over oh, the, good. Well, not recently. Well, he's been, he's been in Wellington, I think, for the last wee while. Did any gamers come to your wedding, James, or not? Yeah. NZP Horace was there. Was um, he? <laughs> That's yeah. epic. Who and was, was he a gang? dude that you knew only through the internet, or he was a guy from well, high school? I, no, I knew him through the internet for however many years. Yeah. God, if I started when I was 16, 17, maybe four years before I met him in real life through right. going up to his radio show because he was a DJ. Mm-hmm. And, right. um Yeah, and then I eventually started playing poker with him and then... A lot of his, yeah, he, right. a lot of his friends. So he became an IRL friend, mate. Friends. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's still so, skimmed now or not? Well, he's lived in America for a while. But um, okay. yeah. if I go on a trip in January next year, I'll see his little brother or big brother. Little brother, Tim. HSV, Mr. Phone. <laughs> oh, that was him? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Dude, I that forgot they were related. HSV. HSV. King, he's around still. HSV King, he was there. He loved HSV. Who, who ran HSV? Who, who King, was the King, founder King. of that? Definitely King. King. Yeah, that's what I thought. Was it King, Jimmy? Must have been, right? Uh, that's my memory. Cr- probably. HSV Crons, HSV King. Those are the days, man. All right, let's get into some tough questions, James. Okay. Let's say that you're we, we, we're somehow back in 2000 and 
one or whatever it was when TFC was like all-time peak, player numbers are through the roof, eight versus eight is peaking, and for some reason, who knows why, you've been chosen as the captain of New Zealand and you're drafting a team. Who, in your view, and this is where we get controversial because I love people coming out, oh, fuck that, that's wrong. Who are you picking? I would have loved to have been able to prep this. Who but, are you? Um, <laughs> that, that's why I'm not. That's why I haven't done it. So, uh, who are your, t- who so are your who most be picking? gifted players as a gifted player? You know, me and Sam have got our version of, but it's sort of like guys we knew. The people I can remember. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that's a fact there, yes. Well, you got the BBQ players. Always so give me the name. The top. Give me the name. You got Kermit. Yeah. You and got he, Stain, there, who changed his enough. name to mm. something. Wimpy. Wimpy. You had you had CSM. I don't know how old, how far you're going back. Well, because when I was first looking at people's demos, like who do I want to be like? Who do I need to beat? Kind of competitive, competitive. There was CSM, like JRJ. I've got these random names springing back, but. Mm-hmm. It's probably too early if I'm saying when I first got into it. But yeah, um, you've got Horace, you've got Spot was awesome. Because yeah, there was, was a little great. bit. Spot was awesome. Spot was awesome. Yeah. Great, great scout. Just immensely talented. Oh, yeah. Because people got way better once I stopped playing. That's the other dif- difference. Because I went back to play for a little while, like six months or so. Because people were like trying to get the game going and play 4v4s. Yep. In TFC. In TFC. Yeah. People like Spot with <laughs> just next level. Next level, yeah. Yeah. So I'd stop. Bro, the skill ceiling got so high, eh? Like near, near the probably, end of TFC. He probably it still plays so high. Yeah, yeah. Oh, memory's going blank. I'm just thinking of all the offense players. Obviously, Mario was good. Anyone who liked a good speed run was good. He never, it was one of the crimes, I think, that, uh, that, Mario never got into a clan, I think, in my in my view. Like, like in terms the, of a defense. I'm trying to remember the cl- DSX had good soldiers. What was Jim Beam? Is that a name that comes? Back? Jim Beam, yeah, bro, you're getting me back here. It's a modern Castro, man, because like, modern man, modern man, yeah, he was good. There was some up in Auckland who worked who. Um, Angelus, bro, Angelus, Angelus, that's right. Angelus, he was Angelus. one of the best, bro. And his brother, Banana yeah. Space Man. Oh, really? Yeah, his Banana brother Space was Banana Space Man. He was gifted as well. The, bro, the guy that I, – I, we, we spoke this last time, Sam, but the guy who I always thought you know, – this was probably a couple of years after what Jimmy's talking about, but, like, KO was, like, so good, I reckon. It was amazing, like, yeah. We always got him to fill in now yeah. <laughs> when we were short a soldier, yeah. and he was just – And you know who else got really good near the end? Oh, you know who was good, bro? Xerax and Poom. They were good as well. Like Xerax, yeah, Kyle, real and his talent. brother yeah. was Poom, Nelson boys. Yeah, funny story about Xerax is that that land I was talking about that I went down to Christchurch and borrowed that PC off Borg Warner. And it was the first what, land what, I've ever been to. What, what, like, I had what? multiple PCs, eh, Jimmy? You remember? He had multiple PCs. I always remember that. Well, I was just like, well, there's no point in me coming down because I can't bring my PC on the plane or whatever. It's my dad's computer. Who knew what I was doing at the time? But they're yeah. like, no, no, we'll hook. if you manage to come down, we'll give you one and you can play for us. Or I think I was playing for MBR or whatever. Yeah, going down there, me and Xerox ended up playing hours and hours into the night. Jules, because Jules were big back then. 
just soldier yeah, duels. So maybe yeah, I was yeah. good at soldier for a while. Um, but just, yeah, he was really good. So obviously if he's going to play against me for hours, I must have held my own. I think that's the thing about the, uh, the talented people, right? They can always play across classes quite easily, right? Like, so Mario, I, you know, one of my abiding memories, obviously one of the all-time greatest medics, and, you know, absolute artist with the conch, but was an incredible soldier as well. And, yeah. like, you know, he could just... the Artist with skills. the conch, I like it. Yeah, yeah like, fuck you, what? yeah. Well, you, you weren't a conch mapper, eh, Jimmy? Yeah, I was an early... Like, okay, when I played, probably slightly when people like Mario and Coochie and all the guys were slightly too young, but when I played, there was a world speed run competition where essentially you just run, you got your LAN thing, you bind a key to record a demo, bind a key to kill yourself, and bind a key to stop the demo, and just keep doing that over and over until you do the fastest run, and then submit it. And each week was a different map, and this is all the people from around the world were submitting to this thing. It eventually got decided because Canal Zone Two was like a five different flag thing, so it was way longer than all the other maps, and whoever did that one the best kind of won. But mm-hmm. I ended up coming third in the world in this speedrun competition. That's incredible. Eh? So, yeah, I was a bit of a conk mapper guy. <laughs> Just yeah. from repetition. I don't know what yeah. made that fun for me, but I had so much time on my hands back then, I guess. Yeah. But it wasn't so much for you. I think what, you know, we're, you know, with, with Coachy and his uh, abilities to, you know, create <laughs> maps and, and, and Mario. Like for that, there was like this, I think we talked about it last time, there was this sort of, like uh, things sort of shifted a wee bit into those custom built like can you mm-hmm. defeat this thing right and i think that's where what drove mario to the top was the we had he had eddie Kuchi building there was this, this like self-reinforcing kind of like dynamic that those two had that that eddie would build impossible maps that that johnny would that mario would beat and then eddie Kuchi would build something better and mario would beat it and so they just drove each other better and better and better into like the natural conclusion was these like maps that basically only Mario was the only person on earth that like this was my memory. <laughs> That's that literally what it was. Things, like, right? And it just becomes these most arcane things. You're like, and he would just drop, <laughs> he'd be like, we're going to fire up this map. And I'd be like, okay, cool. I'll jump in for a bit. And he'd like download it or whatever. And I'm just like, and they go, see ya. And I'm just like, I like to think I'm of a- them as um, young Padawans that surpassed me. I like to feel that I was because I spent a lot of time doing them as well. But um, yeah, yeah, a trailblazer. You know, they, they they wouldn't have been able to um, you know, find yeah. a way without. I mean, you you were you were you're a purist, bro. You were doing speed runs on maps that people played. They were doing you know completion challenges on maps that seven people on the planet could complete. <laughs> but I do have memories of doing a lot of those conk maps where you're chucking one here, priming one, you do this, and then you hold this other one so that when this one goes off, the next one explodes. You're flying over here, B-hop over here, then the next one goes off, and you memorize this shit, and then you die, and then you instantly kill yourself and do it again, and just over and over. But Okay, yeah. so you did do them. Nice, bro. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I think we I all did. probably in our quiet moments thought we could give it a go, eh? I think I oh, played I games so much back then just with all the free time at that age that yeah. the servers weren't always full. So you'd want, you'd want stuff you could do single player, but I wouldn't play single player games for some reason because it would need to be TFC. So I'd be playing speed runs and conk maps and all that shit. Yeah, right. And, it, and Kermit ended up being one of the best ones in the world as well, didn't he, at that time? 
probably. <laughs> like, you, yeah, you don't remember. Yeah. He was, he was definitely. Uh, I wish we had, I wish we had better records this time, Sam. Eh? Oh, I know. It's still. I it's, wish we had a uh, urgent question. I wish we had all these archives just there for us. You probably could find it on archives or urgent question, but yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not uh, sure we yeah, want same. to. I've probably got some old hard drives with some old stuff, but we never really. Nah, I think it's probably best left in the past. But it, like you know, for like, I I think there's probably a few a few people. I think Futura might actually have an old hard drive. I remember talking to him at the last yeah. episode. I think he might have some old stuff kicking around. Uh, but he's like renovating a house, and I was like, I don't even know where this disc is. So like, yeah. You know. Anyone who was involved in that time though, TFC and I guess TF2 as well, in the early years anyway. I've got so much time for, for some reason. I'm, I'm only good memories, even if I was, I don't know, flaming the hell out of someone. See, my, it's funny that you say that because my memory of you has always been like one of the, so I guess this is where like my perspective is quite different. Having like being, you know, an admin, there was always, we were always very focused on making like sure that the community was like thriving and like civility, well, I suppose, the best that you can, like without, within the, the you know, you drew the acceptable, the box of acceptability and then, let people kind of go away on doing that but you always had ideas in your mind about who who were troublemakers or who could be able to keep an eye on like brad anytime he posted we would i'd be happy to keep an eye on every thread that he would create right but I, I never really and like when i think about you i never thought of you as like a like a troublemaker or like a flame or something like, that. like i had to like think about oh fuck okay here we go like excuse my language but like i'm gonna have to watch this thread quite carefully because in my mind you're always one of the you know and I think this might come back to your earlier point around the meritocracy kind of elements of the community, whereas you were such a good player, I always held you in very high esteem and you always conducted yourself like you're always a bit of a GC, you know, like, so it's kind of funny this like, and maybe it's just, maybe it's the overlapping, maybe I was catching you as you were starting to mellow out a little bit, but like my abiding memory of you was certainly not one that, you know, you're always good for, good for a chat and like, you know a good joke around but like we're never we're never going to cause anyone any problems you know <laughs> yeah i'm probably doing myself <laughs> an injustice saying i was that bad but i did i can just remember my mindset so more back then being i didn't care what other people thought whereas mm. as you grow older you just you just naturally do well not so much what other people thought what how you made other people feel just any of those mm, yeah. things. I didn't think about other people. It's the difference. As much. It's the yeah, your ability as you like a teenager just can't think about, can't empathize as well, right? With with other people and you know walk a mile in their shoes. But as you get a bit older, you start to be able to go. Oh, my actions actually do affect other people, you know, in kind of meaningful ways. And I think that that that's and part of it also, which I haven't mentioned, is having an ego back then, talking shit, saying stuff makes you have to back it up. Yeah, yeah. So that pressure to back it up is I yeah. kind of thrived on that. I needed that as well. So I, I mean, I, 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 I recall the ego hard out, James. Yeah, e- yeah. There yeah. you go. That's what I was mm. about to say. I, I recall the ego. My, char- my no online question. character had an ego. Yeah. We're white. He mm. was, you know, he he was talk, you know, talk shit, but backed it up as well. But I, but I actually think, like, in a funny mm. way, you're not a Kobe Bryant. But you, you know, you kind of were in this New Zealand TFC type of bubble mm-hmm. where you could actually, you know, walk with a bit of swagger if if people could see you walk, and and because I can't, all right, I'll carry on like a fucking lunatic on the internet because because I'm able to because I'm in the New Zealand team because I got the speed run record because 
you know, whereas, yeah, whereas me and, yeah. you know, we, we had a different skill, right? <laughs> well, My was skill was rocking memory back like, then. It was that you could jump on the public servers. I don't know however many there were, but there would be familiar faces, well, not familiar names, obviously, mm. on there. And then you could just start racking up and topping the scoreboards, right? And at the end of each map, the scoreboard flashes up and you can talk shit. And so you yeah. just get in these servers and that's where most of the talking and stuff would happen, not on the forum yeah. so much. So mm. just after school or whatever, jump in there, do as much damage as possible, insult a bunch of people and have a good time. <laughs> drink their salt, get, get your sustenance from their salty tears as you fucking... Well, you used, to, the, you used you know, to be able to bind them. things to keys, like yeah. uh, press this yeah. button and it would just say something. And yeah. in the early days, it was just things like accept it and just shit. And it mellowed out over the years and became funny. I can remember with like Spot always having, what's one? Oh, this key is too far away to be a useful bind or just some, some random <laughs> shit. It would just come up every so often. Spot had no ego. Eh? He, he was the most mellow guy ever. It genuinely from my, from my memory ever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, we, you know, he was sort of in the, in the, it's kind of, you know, there's always. Did you meet him, Sam, or no? The forum. Yeah, no, I met him a lot. We would, yeah. uh, you know, um, so he was always in the, he was in the, the subgrouping, the Siv uh, group, you know, with me and Coach E and Mario yeah. and um, a few others. But Spotty was always a, like, he was a, I think he was, he was a bit older as well. So he was, he always, you know, he carried a lot of gravitas, I suppose. He's older and, than us, uh, is he? Him and, a, a little, oh, I mean, yeah, a little bit, I think, maybe a couple of yeah. years, but um, I guess maybe Probably. that's potentially real, like Spotty. Spotty. Like, but also... No, he's, in my mind, he's younger than me. Spotty yeah, same, and Mario. Same, same, same. Yeah, Mario's Gucci, definitely younger. Guys. Mario's yeah. definitely younger. Uh, maybe, I've got it, maybe I've got it wrong, but, you know, Mario is like, was one of those, like, freaks, you know, he was just like, all singing, all dancing. It, you know, felt like twelve years old. Obviously, he wasn't, but he was, you know, younger and just a, just an incredible talent. But those two were real close. So, um, but yeah, Spotty, you're exactly right. No ego, just a really good, genuine, great guy, good human being. Yeah, and just so so yeah. good. Well, well, I remember there was always like it was in those New Zealand games. It was always like barbecue, NZP plus selected extras, and somehow. <laughs> Somehow, this dude Spot, who came on the scene later, who he got in there. You know, he ended up playing for New Zealand in those mm. games, didn't he, Jimmy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, uh, when I stopped, I, yeah, I did stop playing for a while. I can't remember why did why you stop? Or when, but too cool. I honestly don't know. Maybe it's just my social commitments at the time. Mm-hmm. There's no obvious reason standing out to me. Mm-hmm what I was into, what I was doing. Probably dating. Did you, so did you, uh, yeah, probably. Women always, always screw it up, eh? Just like, you know, get rid of all your free time. It's probably just flatting and having none of your flatmates play the same game. So why would you play, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Off in your own. So um, we we touched on it briefly, but um, might be good to talk about some TF2. Any thoughts and memories around that? Oh yeah! Uh, hey. Obviously, you played you you played you played probably more TFC than TF2. I suppose we probably we all did, but um, certainly you stayed around longer than I did, and were deeply involved in a lot of those in a lot of the competitions and stuff. And yeah, like to, like thoughts on the transition and any memories around um, the competitions and 
the transition, I'm sorry, between TFC and TF2 and any anything that sort of stands out? TF2, so yeah, I was way more admin because I did run one of the New Zealand competitions. But because I joined 214, like off the bat, which was Crowbar and a bunch of guys down in Christchurch who were already like a camaraderie group, that's my main memory because they had summits. They put together these summits. I went to, there was a couple in Wanaka that I went to, a couple in Hanma, so probably four altogether. Real real life meetup. Real life, everyone goes and meets up and hires out a house and cool. drinks for three cool. or four nights, however long we did. But would you take your PCs or no? No, it was the no. actual, did talked in real life stuff. Real life, yeah, like. Touching each other. It's kind of like an executive executive retreat kind of thing, you know. Like, oh, yeah. this, this, so Brilliant. I love it. It's such a that's such a great idea. So when we went to Wanaka, one of the years, for instance, I can remember there was hiding beers around the lake. So there's you go to the Spates <laughs> Ale House or whatever and drink all night and walk all the way back to the campsite around the lake. And we've had the idea that we'd just hide dozen beer every so often. They ended up all the bottles and whatever floating away or whatever but no that was the type of stuff we got up to it was awesome i would still meet up and have a beer with um any of those guys and nice. so was the aim of those things just to make yourselves better tf2 players and like wind the clan a bit better or, or, or like talk <laughs> i don't about know if it was that deep maybe or was it just, up, but it was just an ex- or was it just was it just an excuse to get on the fucking land pretty much for some of us i suppose if they were all like they all live in the same city. It makes it a bit easier, right? There were so a I few guess you're one of probably the few travellers. And, and it was really funny. Like one of my memories. So, do you remember Mister Driller? Drill? Yeah, <laughs> Drill. Do I? Do we, bro? We remember, remember when? Remember when I was talking about before when like I had to keep an eye on like I had those ideas <laughs> really? around who was one of them. Kinds okay. of paperwork. <laughs> Drill. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's one of them, definitely. Because he said, I mean, he wound me up as well, and that was one of the other problems. But he just wound other people up. He wound people up, and when you when you have a character who winds people up, you've just got to watch what they're up to because you got to jump on shit real quick. And so, like, <laughs> I have this troublemaker flag right in my mind straight away. Also, he loved he loved Reuben Thorne. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that was, that like was a problem he would then. love. <laughs> But anyway, I, he's someone I remember online. I would he obviously riled me up. I'd be flaming him. We'd be having battles in servers. Like anyway, <laughs> meet him in real life, and we just click, you know. And funniest guy no ever. Blah, blah, blah. And um, no, I remember at one point, obviously just wasted as just saying, "Hang on, I forgot who you were. You're Mister Driller." Like realizing what the hell he's talking about. Like he's got this whole persona that's attached to him just because of the way things were back then. But yeah, meet, meeting people. I, I haven't <laughs> even mentioned how I met Malx. Like, back... Well, on, I, I don't remember, bro, so tell me. You don't? No. Don't remember? Um, okay, anyway. I used to go to Big Day Out back when I when it existed and back when it was really good. Right, and anyway, no, for remember, some yeah. reason, so I've got mates that I'm going with who are staying places and I'd probably didn't have accommodation whatever i don't know for some reason Malx has offered oh you can come stay at the little place i've got above my parents garage or whatever he had a little outhouse and so i've never met Malx, just apart from online obviously chatted where were you living at that point um uh Malchie? where were you where was, i was uh, living at home and yeah Epsom. yeah i can even oh, remember close that close to big day out <laughs> close yeah. to the big day out that's real handy real handy 
so yeah, I just came up and started hanging out with Mouse, and I was up there for a few nights or whatever. And and one of the amuse, so I did that for two big dads. Yeah, so I stayed there two years. But one of them, he just he's like got commitments or something. He one of the nights, or maybe even the first night I got there, he's like, I've got to go do this thing. But you know, APAC, right? So he introduced me to his mate Jordan, and then introduced me to this other dude. Oh, this is Henry, whatever, and then just bails. And so we just end up, I don't know, hitting Auckland, going to some parties. Fucking Jordan was wild back then. Um, tags his name yeah. on some wall, NZPA pack. You, you know. Um, so just hanging out with Mouse's friends before I'm hanging out with him. But I, it was so natural back then. I don't know why just you could trust an NZFA. But yeah. Redid it the next year, I think. It was the it was the it was the the things that bound us together was the love of that game, and that was enough of a signal that this person is not going well, like, to like steal your wallet and stab you in the face. You know, if you were that in deeply involved in the community, you could trust mm-hmm. that person exactly, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Like you, you might not like them too much, but you know that if you're going to meet them, they're not going to punch you in the face or and like <clears> take your wallet or whatever, right? Like things you'd be worried about these days. Yeah. Because yeah. if you were if you spent that much time, you were it was it was like a signal, right? Like you didn't think about it, but it was just like an intuitive signal. It's like you know, Melks and I always used to get into each other about all sorts of stuff, and then when we met each other, like finally we got along like a house on fire, right? And it's just like because you know, and always trusted each other like deeply and implicitly without any word needing to be spoken. It's because of that. Like the community that bound yeah. us together, right? And just another funny memory before we move away from Mouse's house. I can remember the two of us Go on. at 17 or 18, whatever we were, walking down the road to the dairy or whatever after drinking or whatever the night before. No tops on. No <laughs> tops on. That was us back then, just thinking we are the absolute nice. shit. Yeah. Uh, peak of physical like male two um, dudes who you know, play a computer you know, game so. and met on the internet but yeah witty nerds yeah I love it it's so good how you can remember that Jimmy I, I remember it now that you say it but I had no recollection of any of that to be honest so that's, that's really okay <laughs> I got so nah. many more for you so one of the years probably the second time I'm sitting Go there on. I'm loving he's Malx's online name is Ouija and he's trying to get into some clan. I don't know. He's always doing shady shit in TFC <laughs> yeah, in my mind. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so anyway, he yeah, sits yeah, me down sure. on his PC. He says, oh, record me some speed runs under this alias. <laughs> and so I'm speed running all these maps. I don't know, probably not my best, but just getting a good demo here and there. Certainly shit And he submits than him, them as his the application for this clan <laughs> <laughs> and gets in. Uh, that's his they would have been like, this yeah. guy is awesome. Gets in yeah. on these speedrun demos. Well, I, I mean, I, it was widely acknowledged that I would go to Jordan's house and, you know, forward slash name, change my name from Jordan to Malcolm, and he would play as me. That, <laughs> that was definitely something that I used to do. Um, yeah. Because he was all right. You know, he, I think he was so in the right at one point. NZPA pack, DSX Castro. Yeah, that's um, where it started. For me, definitely. I, I recall going down there, and then I, um, we we went through this last time. Me and Sam, Sam got the computer in from bloody Hong Kong or wherever it was, and my my dad must have bought us a bloody Intel something four eight six or something to to get on online. But bro, that was just the most beautiful time, mate. So t- t- two one four. 
uh, was that the only TF2 clan that you played? Was that sort of the beginning and the end of your TF2 career? Did you, or did you do a little bit of your own thing? Or I sort of double clanned from memory. I used to be called at one point two one four where white dot or slash YSW, which was your shit's week. Oh yeah, I remember YSW. Yeah, I remember YSW. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't even yeah. can remember what movie that's from, but I can remember the dude saying it. <sighs> shit's week. Your shit's weak. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just I kind of I can kind of remember the um, I guess in those in those days it was sort of a, like ordinarily it was a bit of a non-starter. You know, you can't be a member of two clans. At one, I guess at medics one time, were rare. I suppose with the community so small, exactly, and certainly good medics really hard to find a good medic. And I don't know. I think we talked about this. Like, and that was the really big change for me between TFC and TF two was that the role of the medic. In the um, in TFC, you know, you were just part of the offense. You didn't yeah. stand out, and you, you kind just of had, way, you had, you had, good, you had HD grenades. Was, that was the only good thing about exactly you. right. And and you're fast, and you know, you could and if you like, occasionally you could top up the health of a scout, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Like and 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 you, and you had a good and you had a shotgun that was pretty good, right? And so, um, <laughs> and to, for me, it was the I was like, well, I just went and I went and played medic at TFC, but uh, TF two, excuse me, because. That was my TFC class. So and different. Uh, yeah. The TF2 medic. It was more like a first five in a rugby team, right? You really did run the show. It was a really important part. So was, did you have a similar sort of thing, like when you were choosing your class? There was a little bit of movement involved with it. But um, I was I was still playing a fair bit of soldier. I guess I was all right at soldier because did you, did you ever play the basketball map, B-ball, where – Oh, yeah, yeah, God, I can't remember. Because it was a whole competition. Yeah, run. of course. But, Must yeah. have. So the Must team have. I was in with Firestorm and Blank, undefeated Oceania champions, 3v3, we, we were never beaten. So we were beating Nomi and all those guys. Yeah, and we had Orth as our fourth. I think he subbed in occasionally. Um, authority. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah. That's he was, so he was the bench. But yeah. Because well, Firestorm Hawaii and Orth both works at both. They both worked at XNet, both those guys. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I came Firestorm up and Orth. I hang with Orth a couple of times. Good dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Wow. That's right. And so your tr- transition into being an um, administrator from a mm. player, how did you find that? I was a big, well, always sports fan. And obviously they have a lot of yeah. different formats, especially cricket. And so I had devised up this massive structure two divisions this is how it all works round robin blah 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 but i was also quite handy with the forums i could make tables really fast and do all this stuff and had a good idea of how to sort it all out and make front page up posts with uh front page updates was key so because i was highly involved in posting i could i knew where the the key comments were to cut out and put on the front page people saying talking shit and whatever and you know, just hype it up, write a little piece about it because that's what I was into for work, like trying to get into technical writing and journalism or whatever at the time. I just found it easy to, to do and I was given the power and I I had contacts. So I'd be like, oh, shit, I need a banner. No idea how to use Photoshop or whatever, but whisper someone, can you make this shit? Probably PPN or Auth or someone. Make some awesome looking banner. Yep, post that up there. Copy some shit from the forum. Write the thing. There, yeah. it's done. Post yeah. just every day That's doing this good, shit. Bro. Yeah, 
I really, I find those, I find that because like I, I there's a sort of similar thing for me. I really, I do, I really did enjoy the administrative, like the sports administration side, like running NZFL gave me such a kick, right? It's setting up just like, I think we talked about this in the last episode that like we were, we were defining the way the game was being played at a, at a competitive level. And at the time, you know, it didn't really, you didn't think too much about it, but like in retrospect, like it was really cool. Like, you know, I was emailing, developers of the game to find out what they intended about particular parts of a particular map just to try to make sure that we were like living the through stuff. to the you know and like there's a huge huge reward from that kind of stuff right and watching your watching the competition that you helped design mm-hmm. and helping it to run every single day and you're putting all this time in and and people just loving it right and mm. like uh, that for me was such a such a driver of it the stuff like, we were doing yeah definitely the stuff we were doing is still they're, they're, like I make recommendations at work just that we were doing this like 15 years ago or whatever just through how we ran things and did things on forums and instant changes and updates and we knew what to do we had this whole community but agreed agreed I mean I, I um in, in, until very recently I've been involved in tennis here in my suburb right and like my mantra is you know if you don't think that amateur D-grade tennis is the most important shit in the world, it's not going to be. So you gotta, you got to beat the drum about it, you know. Here we go. We've got a big match this week, you know, whatever versus whatever. And that's what we used to do 20 years ago. That's right? so funny. Yeah. You know, because so PFC so was true. a big yeah. thing I valued back then. Yeah. Yeah, but it, like exactly. Like, it, who cares, really? So but Everybody cares is the truth, but we, mm-hmm. cared, you know, yeah. it didn't. It didn't. Doesn't matter that it wasn't wide appeal. And if you like, sell yeah, a storyline, you know, people got, in the right places. Yeah, yeah. we got Driller versus Brades. That's the matchup tonight. Perfect. That's Everybody's right. talking about Brades versus Driller. Who won that match? Like, who fucking cares? But everybody cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's the same thing that now, needed like, to happen in this world. Is yeah. yeah. All the people you're going to interact yeah, with the is. next day on the forums cared. So it's a big deal. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It better be, it better work. Yeah. So, I mean, that's quite a good seed, I thought. Am I, uh, maybe into, you know, things that you learned, things you picked up, disciplines or ideas or philosophies that you sort of, you know, road tested or um, discovered or learned or fleshed out in those days that you kind of still do now. And if you're like happy to talk about a bit about what you kind of up to now, you know, OPSEC and that sort of thing, if you don't want to, that's all good. But, you know, for me, I, I like, you know, we, we spent a lot, on, a lot on this last time. And I think that's a really interesting thing. Like this community that we were part of affected us in all such different ways. And I'm kind of curious as to how, what that kind of manifests as like down, down the line, you know, 10, 20 years later. Well, it's it's hard because, as I said earlier, I don't think that can ever exist again. So lessons I learned from that, it's not like I can pass them on. I don't know if I'd be comfortable with my son to, going off and meeting all these internet strangers the same way I did and just getting going down to Christchurch, staying in the uni halls with Willie. I don't know if you remember that name. Willie, w, <laughs> big dude with a uh, trench coat yeah, yeah, shovel. Yeah, yeah. Just getting blind yeah. drunk, sleeping on the floor somewhere and i don't know that was acceptable (laughs) i don't know what i told my parents at the time (laughs) i've got some friends down there how do you know them i don't know if they asked how i knew them but yeah it was it was all good just got some friends got some friends and that's what i'm doing this is their name so do you find yourself because because of you know do you find yourself being 
great. I mean, obviously with all your family, you know, big family that you've got probably not a huge amount of spare time, but do you find yourself being sort of dragged towards community sport or like local kind of things like Melks with his, his tennis and, and, and that sort of thing? Do you, do, you, do you find that call to be involved in like an administrative, like a sports administrator role kind of still a thing or is it is it one of those things that just sort of is a kind of left in the past? Not at the moment. I mean, with the situation of having twins to go to three kids, it saps. Like, so I was, when I was playing for Wellington indoor cricket, I kind of stopped that because I, that's trainings, that's all sorts to play it seriously. you got to have your social team going as well. So I always thought, oh, I'll get back into it. Like, once I'm 40, maybe I'm good enough to play Masters over 40s. Who knows? The body holds up. But um, kids need to be slightly older and all in school and something because it's just, it's been crazy times. I don't know if you find it hard with one, but times it by three. <laughs> yeah. It's I think I think what will happen at, at the end of the day, Jimmy, is you'll probably get brought back into it by them, bro. When oh, son, that's that too. Sort of like. That's yeah, why I gave up playing you're indoor be football. One of those dads on the sideline going, "All right, let's go, boy." What's he playing? Yeah, yeah. Any idea, or you let him choose? Well, who knows? Jake could um, not like sport at all. Early signs say he will, so it's good. Yeah. But yeah, well, that's why I gave up playing football once I did my ACL, yeah. because I knew one day I would, or possibly no, I assumed one day I'd have a son and I'd want to be able to kick the ball once I'm forty-five, fifty. Once he's doing it, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, I, I've got too much. I got a, a, too much to say to not be involved in coaching and whatever. Yeah, so that's yeah. the thing. It comes through. It finds a way, right? Like I think when you, you know, I think it's too much to say. That's I think is a really good way to like you had too much to say about how TF, TF2 should be run in a competitive way, and you found an outlet for it, right? And I just it feels like it's one of those things. You just there's a little bit of an itch somewhere inside. You just it always just needs a wee scratch. You know, Malk scratches it a little bit with his with his tennis tennis club you know type stuff and, and me with the community organization stuff and yeah there's dudes there's dudes who played back then that didn't give a shit about it still don't yeah, for sure like, it's not for everyone yeah definitely like, you know ko whatever i go back to him he, he didn't do anything right he just played posted occasionally yeah but me and jimmy's attitude was like bro you could be so much better if you gave a shit and talked smack and like got up everyone's grills well, I mean, that would have been better, right? From, from our perspective, it would have been more fun. And- from our perspective, like you were saying before, we valued it way more in the scheme of our lives, yeah, yeah. whereas he could have just had it as like a really yeah. side yeah. thing that he did. Yeah. And it was just gifted at it, but it just you know, went away and picked fruit. Uh, picked fruit, picked fruit. That goes back to Xerox, I think. I remember him being a fruit picker. He would go and pick fruit in the day and then come home and like dominate Australia and New Zealand at TFC at night. <laughs> How was he not exhausted? <laughs> <laughs> well, that reminds me of, so you know how you see so saying Xerox, his brother Poom, right? Poom 4. I, for some reason, I don't know, a small period of my life, I was playing online poker and he did as well. And I can remember sitting up real late at night on uh, Steam with him, sitting at cash tables. And at the start, we'd get down our hands and it would just be like, would just tell each other our hand. <laughs> Me and Poom for for a, I don't know a few months. Random story, yeah. random memory. Did you ever go any any good? Rinse rin, rin, a few uh, yanks and then you know that's a good evening's work and you know a bit of kicking around money. The you next know, day. sometimes we're in the same yeah, hand yeah, and we yeah. both know what each other's got. 
Say, fuck, I'm going to hit it. <laughs> I'm betting. <laughs> Call me if you want. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the funny thing is as well that I, that I think we, we got towards last time as well, Sam, is that with, with that mindset, personality type, whatever it be, that you were into it in, you know, 2000, you know, 1999, that period, there's actually very few of us that have genuinely got out of it, fully got out of it, you know? Like, I, like <laughs> here's, a, here's a bloody FYI. I played, like, two hours a WoW today. Like, you know, menial bullshit WoW. How are you still playing WoW, Mal? What? It's amazing. Just it's, it's amazing. Just because it's like a... Yeah, two hours of like level thirty-three. Bit of guilty pleasure. Uh, no, no, I yeah, no. Like, okay, give some context to that question. You played well. I, I played, know. No, no, I played. I don't know for a couple of years around vanilla time, but I also played for about nine months last year. Shadow when Shadowlands came out. Nice. Because I had a mate who was he bought my subscription. That's how much he wanted me to play. So fine, I'll play. <laughs> You've bought the subscription. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Um, so there are three of us playing anyway. All right. Well, I'll ask you the same question, bro. How are you still playing WoW, Jimmy? Well, that was by. So I was playing with a couple of mates who we all decided to come yeah, back in and trial it. But my question was more rather than degenerate, how are you still playing? What are you doing with your life? It was the game's so shit now. How are you still running around yeah. doing two hours of menial tasks? Yeah, but, it, but, it, but, yeah, but that's the reason. Like for, for a person like me, like I'm like quite. You know, my brain is like highly active. So to be honest, two hours of menial tasks is like a perfect way to spend an afternoon. <laughs> All right, it means you're not active, active relaxer. Active relaxer. That's what he is. Eh? You know? running around doing like past dungeons and collecting shit, that type of stuff. Yeah, like I was like, I went to a dungeon I had never been yeah. to before today. I was like, man, this is epic. I followed yeah. the tank around and click heal. Well, it was a good time playing a shaman. Jimmy, do you have a do you have a console? Well, yeah, but I don't. Do you do any console play it? Like I, I own it, but I don't. Nah. If I'm gaming, I'm PC. It has a, it has, it's gathering dust. But when was the last time you played? On my console. On your, in any game, when was the last time you played? A week, a month, a year. Oh, I put, I play Hearthstone all the time. If that counts okay. as a game. So you're actively playing Hearthstone still now. Yeah. It's like a brain game though, really, isn't it? It's a what? It's a brain game, like you think. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, strat- yeah. Hmm. you got to think. But um, if I, I played, um, what was the Aghanim Scepter, the thing on Dota 2 that came out, how they had this funny single-player version of Dota. I played that for a few months while that was out, not long ago. And as I said, I played WoW. And obviously my competitive nature team came through, so I got Rival in um, Arena. <laughs> Which is pretty good, right, Max? What are you? Have you played anything since we last spoke, Sam, or not? Oh, nah. Like, I think I have a golf game on my phone. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I play okay. Wordle. Play Wordle every day. You know, like it's ah, oh, I just I love Wordle. Well, the thing is, like, I work like my job is words, right? So, like, Wordle is it's one of those things. One of those things you can e- easily rationalize. So it's you know, it's getting my brain started for the day. Have you, you know? got any? Have you got any like? core foundation words you start with or not 
Oh yeah, I oh, got God yeah. So I start with Slate, S L A T E, and then um, I have some follow up words based on. I have a note on my phone for a range of follow up words based on what I hit on on that. Like you know, I'm fucking like if I'm not getting a three. I'm having a bad day. You know, like no like serious. the competitive nature comes out. I have. Wouldn't chats. you rather an R than an L? Wouldn't you rather something like stare than Slate? No, nah, because you can kind of you can often drop your R's in if you did in, in, in a follow up okay. word. I think I've yeah. I've gone around a wee bit on this one. I like yeah. you know. It, it works for me. I've got chats, you know, that are just dedicated, 100% dedicated to the Wordle. You know, right, that's that's for gaming. Like, it's, I, know it's, I know it's pathetic, but, um, you know, like I, I have a PS4 and I have Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a real good game, but I didn't finish it. Yeah. Because it's just ran out of time, you know? You just, like, get the spacing. Like, I'm about three quarters of the way through and I haven't touched it maybe for two years. And, like, I keep thinking, oh, you know, I might pop it up, pop it up. But, like, when am I going to have the time? I don't make the time. Yeah. So when am I going to have the time to do it, right? So, it's another drawback, actually. It's a bit, it's a bit so sad. So for the small amount of free time that I do have and I do spend gaming, it flies by. So quickly, eh? That's such a good point. Back in the day, you could spend hours, well, felt like mm. years playing TFC yeah. and a couple of hours in the past. And now you just, it feels like you pick up a game for five minutes and like two hours ago and you're like, oh, shit, I've got all the stuff. Did either of you play Fortnite or not? No, hell you know? no. I adapted my life mm-hmm. to... Um, require less sleep it was either get proper sleep and be annoyed at not having not being having enough time to game or just accept that you're going to get less sleep and you can game more and be a and be a pro yeah yeah so and you like, just go to sleep early and you get a couple of hours in and then you wake up at 5 a.m i'm not quite that bad but you know just Some, something around there <laughs> what time are you getting up in the morning these days jimmy if it's just for work, ideally, I suppose, it's just like 20 past, yeah, for, 20 yep. past half past six. But if it's kids yeah, waking no, up. Bad, it's that's not bad, yeah. Like last night? Uh, yeah, half yeah, past five. Past five. Are you doing uh, work from home or are you a deep? Yeah, I work from home um, three days or it's fairly flexible. Oh, yeah. Are you getting dragged back into the office yet or that sort of thing going on with your workplace? Yeah, or? but it's not expected to do yeah. too much. It's just sort of... Go in when you can. Didn't go in for ages, yeah. avoiding the protest and shit while that was going on. Where do you live, right? You live you live in the suburbs, or I live out in the suburbs. Yeah, catch the train into town. It's a good way to go. Bit of me time, eh? especially away from the kids. That's why. That's why I do the train when I'm in when I go to work. So we can mm. open CBD and live in South Auckland and jump jump on the train. It's beautiful. How many days you going to next One a week. Uh, at the, well, I've been at home since August with lockdowns and, you know. Um, uh, not at all, my, not my, at all uh, one time since August. Whoa, no, okay. I, uh, because we went into, uh, we, we went to, um, back to Red late Jan. And so, like, I had a month off over Christmas, so I was straight back into, like, I was like, you know, all my colleagues had one week in the office and then we're back to work from home. And then I, yeah. I was starting, I think, PM put us into Red on the Saturday or, some, or the Sunday, you know, that I was due to start on the Monday or whatever. Yeah. So I've been I've been at home for six or eight months now. It's crazy. And you're loving it, or you'd rather be back face to face? Oh no, nah, I. You know, it's it's harder to work. I've got a small house. It's harder to work work from home. But um, I've kind of adapted, and I'm a little bit apprehensive about getting back into the office a wee bit. But I know once 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 on the way, it's, it's all good. But but it's just that you know, like I a random tangent, but I think it's that. That you know, the trade-off of sleep—it becomes—it's certainly something that exists a bit later in life. You know, 
Jimmy's like, oh, you're 20 past six, and Melks and I are like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's not bad, that's not bad, eh? <laughs> you know, because five o'clock, I'd be getting up normally to go to, you know, go to go into work or whatever. Bryce. Um, <laughs> running, you know, through the, for the train and gig. <laughs> it's an interesting time, bro, with the, um, the world as it is. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> you find that it, when you have conversations, you get, you get, you pretty much get one or the other. You get like, I'm working from home till I die. This is the best shit ever. I save money. I'm skinnier. I'm healthier. I'm happier. <laughs> and then you get other dudes from like like me, to be honest, who was like, get back in the office. You're missing the social intercourse. You're missing the, you know, the learning by being near somebody who's smarter than you. You're missing all that. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm definitely getting fatter, you know, sitting around. No, yeah, I don't, yeah. like, I walk the dog, that's it, you know. Like, I, I live in Melbourne, right? Like, you, 100% you you spend more money going to the city, you do. You spend, you know, you, nine bucks a day on the train, plus the 20 bucks you're going to spend on food, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's more expensive, no question. But, <laughs> you know, when, you, when you're sitting there talking to your missus and that's it, you're probably going to become a dropkick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's my view anyway, I don't know. Classic. Classic. That's a, just such a Malcolm view of the world. I that is, it. that is, that is. I agreed. Yeah, <laughs> I said it and I was like, bro, that's so perfect, Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, it's just, that's just a Malcolm, it's a Malcolmism right there. My normal's yeah. so different to most people these days that I have to realize that the way I'm thinking is, is yeah, different. But because I've got three kids, three young kids and have for the whole lockdown, whatever we had here, there's always three kids. Yeah. In there, so it's, there's me thinking, man, mm. if I was single or if it was just when I'd first met my wife, this would be the, so good. Mm. With kids, it's just, it's hard. You've got to entertain them. You've At least to... she's still with your wife, bro. I'm really happy about that. At least she's <laughs> still, what, post-lockdown <laughs> and post-three kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true, actually. A lot of marriages busted up over lockdown oh, and stuff. I mean, I don't know personally anyone, but, I, you know, being, like, if you're already on, if you're already in trouble, you know, kind of being on top of each other at least you know you can go we can get away from everything <laughs> for a little bit not when you're not with lockdowns and stuff you know you just lockdown was nothing for us compared to having twins and a one-year-old no, yeah mad respect eh? yeah i mean we were, i live in melbourne right so we're the most lockdown city in the world so it was pretty yeah you were, yeah <laughs> we so my daughter's right. got a half now so she's pretty much been locked down for two out of Two and a half years of her life. Wow. That's crazy. Eh? She's getting better. Like, she's certainly, we, we said COVID baby, COVID baby, and now she's doing well. So. Huh. Have you got a greyhound? It's so adaptable, though. I do have a greyhound, yeah. Did you oh, see it walking by? That's an epic greyhound with a, with a coat on. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got his, he's got his PJs on. You know. <laughs> nice. He put on every night. Um, what, my play for her? Oh, I, in winter, yeah, not in summer. It gets too hot in summer, but. um. It's uh, it's getting cold enough at night for him to to. This is the, I hope this doesn't make the cut. This is banal, but yeah, got a got a greyhound. Fucking love that dog, eh? Jimmy, anything you want to say? Oh, I yeah, was going to say on. to you guys: like, is there anything you yours. haven't asked yet? Because I was thinking, oh, it's about <laughs> it's dwindling. We're going to wrap it up. What what haven't I given? But um, I feel like we've done most of the talking. So like, I don't know. No, no, uh, it's, it's it's been good again. It's been good again. <laughs> We're all intelligent. Yeah. It's been good. Is there anything that you that we didn't cover, or anything that you uh, any any stray observations? There's always that always that 
but you know that uh, I, I love a good stray observation section. You know, one yeah. thing that I'd like to bring up is that we last time Sam we we ref- I was like Anubis, Anubis, and you said yeah, it wasn't Anubis, it was Anarch. So no, give, Anarch. That's right. We realised later it was Anarch, and he was a he actually was a great guy. Like I really liked him. Um, he he actually had an ego like yours, Jimmy. He was talented, and he had an ego. So, um. Shout out to Anarch. I mean, but he didn't. He wasn't quite as good as what his ego, you know, where Jimmy was sort of saying before, you oh, know, he, he took a bit of smoke. But, you, but you back it up. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. My my recollection was that he was always like maybe the, the funny thing is with overread himself is by 10 or 20%. Yeah. Whereas I felt, always felt that Jimmy was one of those guys that sort of talked a lot, talked smack, but under under-egged himself by 10 or 20%, you know, like, you know, he was, he was quite mild in the smack talk and he'd turn up and he'd absolutely wreck you. You're like, that, God, that, that quite actually happened. Shit. Funny you, <laughs> you know? say that, um, Spire, you were saying before, Yeah. for some reason we 1v1, whatever was said, we're talking smack on open fire. <laughs> so it's one where you have to like get a laser, yeah. get a button, open the lasers, get the flag, get it out. Is that the one with the um with the plank over the the drop open fire? Is that the one? No, with that's the... that's shut down. That's shut down. That's shut down. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. Open fire. There's a tunnel with some water, with a ramp that you can skim up. To oh the flag. yes, yes. With the ramp that you can skim up to. The... And yeah, I can yeah, remember great, in a practice great, once yeah. figuring out that in the lasers, if some if a person explodes in the lasers, you've got a split second going in behind them to go through the lasers without getting killed, and you could chuck the flag. No out. way. I remember practicing that with like the la guys or whatever to get your timing for for it to run in a match or whatever just if you could do that if you could both conk up and one guy explodes the other guy goes through turns around throws the flag third guy comes picks it up that's the type of shit we're trying to pull off but that's that's brilliant anyway me and spire in this map he's what's happening yeah he's um he's attacking first and i'm defending i'm a soldier just defending this button and he just spends ages just attacking and I'm defending it and he can't get it. He's like, all right, fine, fuck it, you you go. And I start attacking. <laughs> boom, lasers down, boom, flag capped. <laughs> like just, and then he eventually just quit and he goes and posts on the forums. Just got my ass handed to me by Werewhite or something, but yeah. It's always, he was he was always a straight up dude, you know, he liked, he liked uh, this is what I liked about him, you know, if you kicked his ass, or, or, or he got his ass kicked. Rather, rather he uh, would never really made any bones about about it. Right? He always turned it into a great big joke. For some reason, I remember that when you when you're talking about that. It's a great man. We should track him down. I'd love to interview him. The standout for me here, Sam, is that Jimmy. That that sums up, and for me, it's everything. To be honest, it's hockey. It's all the sports I played in my life as well. I'm just not a deep thinker. I just don't give a shit about strategy. I just play. And I'm either good or I'm not, and that's it. Like, I've never heard that in my life, that laser thing. I've never heard that. And you're telling me about the strategy where if you go through immediately after some other dude gets blown up, you can get the flag out? I would like to think of myself as a strategic kind of guy, but I didn't know that either. And I think that's the thing, right? We've all got our roles to play. And, and you know, you always have someone in the clan who's always thinking about the, the strategy and deployment of your, uh, your, your, your good players and you hope that those are the people who are leading the clan and that sort of thing, right? With but, TFC, it was slightly different, though. It was Because that game was not played how the developers thought it was going to be played. It was a game of bugs and exploits. and That's right. It's so true. It was whoever could use... So it was kind of a something like that 
I never thought about that as like <laughs> I'm cheating. It's just it's TFC. That's whatever you can make the game do. Well, what was well, bunny yeah, hopping? Bunny hopping. Bunny hopping was an. It was an. It was the cornerstone of the yeah. offense. Your your offense skill set, right? Like you needed to mm-hmm. be able to to be able to bunny hop or up to, to and but it was an exploit on the the way that the engine ran the physics, and then they put the update and that made the jitter. You know when you hit the hit the 1.4 or whatever times it was, they put their limit and, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd stop. So you, so all that did was it changed what the skill set required. The skill set required you to be able to get to up to that limit, but not hit it, you know? like and You'd be at one with the physics of that game. You'd so play right. that game so much, you'd be at one with yeah. the physics. It was whoever could strafe jump right. the best initially to get up that bunny hop speed just from a standing start. Or just hit a skim off a comp yeah. and just conk and maintain that speed. But, I, I, like yeah, I remember, was, this yeah. is a funny thing to say. So you can get in there for that first early cat before the defense got their patterns set and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Like that first, I just remember that, like talking endlessly with my with my, my teams in TFC and in TF2. But uh, you know the importance of being able to strike early before the de- like you'd think so deeply about these <laughs> things. You know, and now, like in retrospect, you're like, why do we, why do we spend this measure of time? But you know, the importance of getting that early cap, getting that early momentum, starting to sow a bit of discord into what the defensive patterns look like. You know, it was such an important part of the game. Yeah, I remember actively playing the role of the meat shield. Like I knew that I wasn't fast enough or good enough, so all I would do is be like, all right, I'll come from somewhere weird and throw fucking grenades and <laughs> hope for the best. Yeah? And kill your yeah. own team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, and I would do that regularly, right? Like, and, and bro, there'll be a lot, a lot of situations that I remember where I would run offensive engineer, for example, and try and imp them, like, you know, just, just do a big explosion and hope for the best. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> like, my, my 6v6 playbook is just, like, shuddering on the inside. It's not an offensive class. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, but I, I was never good, right? So I just had fun talking The one thing that I do say legitimately is that I reckon I learned how to talk smack by talking smack to you, Sam. Like I learned, like I am so good now at like rocking people up to me? in no time, in, in two seconds, and it's because I, yeah. it's because I, rather than you guys honing you talent, I honed my talent on the internet. You honed. You honed your abilities on that. What can I do? What can I say to get under this guy's skin that, that, you know, and and I've I've listened, I've learned what he's talking about, and then I'll use some of that to... Against me. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel (laughs) that deeply in my bones, you know. Like, uh, the ability to... It's it's that forum craft. I don't think I've ever had that. I don't think Max ever got under my skin. Maybe he's never tried. No, because I didn't... I haven't. That's right. Because I... Because we always were respectful and lovely to each other, bro. Yeah. We were boys, and we got on the piss. And he had a yeah. he had it out for me, and same for, for me. me <laughs> yeah. We had a bromance, yeah. me and you. We just made each other better, I think, in ways that we didn't realize yeah. at the time. Certainly more resilient, yeah. Yeah, I think it took us a long time to realize the what was actually going on. The way she really liked each other, <laughs> but didn't want to admit it. Maybe yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, bro. Thank you very much. Jimmy, for joining no us. No worries. Um, I suspect that you've brought up some names. Everybody loves to hear about themselves in the spotlight, bro. So well, that's where I feel up, I may have fallen Mr. short. Phone. Should have thrown up some more names, ah, and I could have 
triggered my memory. We can always come back. But whatever. Mr. Phone yeah. was what I'd never thought if of. You heard, right? If you've heard your name here today, if you've heard your, your name here today and you want to set the record straight, please feel free yeah. to um, get in touch with uh, Melks or myself and we'll like gladly have you on. Especially if you heard like, Jimmy, give us a New Zealand team and I've just left out like all these players. <laughs> yeah, all the greats. All the soldiers who well, wrecked Baldrick me. played for New Zealand at one point. Baldrick, he was the engineer. Great engineer, yeah. But I, I, I don't recall many more than that. Uh, yeah. You should have nailed them all. I think Poom maybe Morris. was quite a handy little uh, engineer, maybe. Yeah, he got real good. Yeah. yeah. That's where my opinion... Yeah, he was good. He was that's where good. someone like Horace, so where I know him in real life, his he would know way better because he kept playing longer than I did. And that's when, everyone, when the skill level mm. went up. So I'm looking at through... Mm. I don't know, just my well, perspective. I mean, near the end, Brad, like Brad's main guy that he used to use is Poom. Like he, in that, <laughs> all that V6 and he could do too. Yeah. Not, real nice fella. In the, in the latter years, yeah. in the 6 v 6, Poom was definitely in the mix yeah. there. And 6 v 6 was one of those things that changed things quite a lot, right? Like, I think we talked a lot about that last time, but anyway. Yeah. Come on. If you, no you want to see the record straight, get on here and tell us why Jimmy's wrong or we're wrong. And I, yeah, tell us your story. Of- I, I bet you I will remember it as well. I've got such a good memory from that, that <laughs> era. Yeah. And I met so many people. That's what's staggering when I think back. How many actual TFCs did I meet? Holy shit. So many. Oh, bro. I mean, I, I think about it as well. I was pretty active as well. Like, I've met Deadlock and Newt and Willie and Borg, Gutty. Yeah. It goes on and on. And I wasn't exactly um, trying to be the most conservative like <laughs> i don't know it's yeah just confidence back then i guess yeah jp like these, these guys are like old school things right yeah i never met buddy gregor though i'm I mean, met him nice guy gregor yeah. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was actually a really nice dude doesn't he still write a really famous comic that gets posted on Reddit? And- oh, he, he is. He, does, right? yeah, he, does. he is doing exploding artists. Yeah, he's doing really well for himself. Yeah, I still remember. Like, I see that name and I'm like, hey, that's yeah. Gregor. <laughs> yeah. No, he's doing, he's doing really well. I'm very, I'm, yeah. I'm- he posted, oh, he's, was, didn't he have that whole thread, something about him getting a girlfriend? Like, question. Oh. There was all about, all yeah, about him go. and that, and that question, woman yeah. that he was just so besought with. And then he got her in the end. He got her. Did you ever find out if he was still dating your mate? Oh, yeah. No, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So him and him – and, uh, so he, um, uh, confirmed definitely um, strange – you know, the world is a strange strange place. So a friend that I made many, many, many years later, also an artist, uh, exocomics.com, I think, uh, really, Lee Chen, great, definitely worth your time, but also just also a tremendous human being. Um, I made friends with her at the Students Association. She was, you know, one of the staff there. And, uh, yeah, it turns out some years ago that Gregor and her got together and are, um, you know, living happy families and stuff, which is wonderful. Two, two amazing artists, you know, playing their trade together. So, you know, it's a funny old world, isn't mm-hmm. it? And that's the old Gregor who we made fun of, who's like 10, 100 times more famous than we'll ever be and doing amazing for him himself, and I love it. Let me I ask you it. one more thing, Jimmy. What would happen if Twitch and Facebook gaming was around now? Was around then, sorry. 
Would it have been a thing that people watched? Or not really? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Probably it wasn't. Things like CS still had more of a more player base than TFC, but you'd still have yeah. Yeah. depends what the viewership was like. T- if you've got lots and lots of people on Twitch and the only games out there are <laughs> limited, then yep, TFC will be watched. I'd be on there. I think that's the yeah. thing we, we we probably forget that or it's easy probably easier to forget is that TFC was always the little runt to the CS juggernaut, right? And even Valve, they always prioritise their developments and, yeah. into uh, into CS and. Uh, I still keep up with CS. Yeah, see, this is I thing. still watch majors yeah, this and shit. And I, I like, I know, you know. You still keep up with it for real, James, or not? Yeah, I could like, name you the. You know, a lot of players and the top. I think players the skill level the these days CS, is crazy yeah. too. That being said, bro, I'm literally wearing a t-shirt right now. Evil Genius's t-shirt, so that's pretty nerdy. <laughs> Evil Genius is a, so <laughs> you follow them for which game? Uh, I don't know. I bleed blue. I got a t-shirt on. It says bleed blue on it, and it's Evil Genius's t-shirt. <laughs> I actually reckon that I, I actually, this is going to be funny. I actually reckon that I bought this because of National Party, of the National oh Party. Oh, my God. I wanted to support <laughs> the National Party yeah. by oh saying bleed blue. And said, it's actually a game Yeah, that would have been, that would have been a bit more socially <laughs> acceptable. I, I said <laughs> National Party because I knew Scotty was on the call, yeah. so I would get him nice and worked up. Take care, boys. I really appreciate it.